Welcome to the Be Better Mindset Podcast, where we talk about the importance of improving life across every variable. We talk about topics like self-improvement, health, and so many strategies to manage the many stresses that we have in life. If you are interested in pursuing happiness, bettering yourself daily, and reaching your full potential, this podcast is for you. Remember, you are great, but you can always be better. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Be Better Mindset Podcast. I am here with Coach Nick. It's actually a Sunday. We have we, we didn't get to post this past Monday, so we apologize about that, but we're going to be right back on track, and we got a pretty sick lineup of topics here in the next few, few weeks, so we're excited for that, but this is part two. If you guys didn't get to listen to the last podcast, it was all about depression and how and how we can have uh, particular habits that allow you to manage it. And today is going to be the opposite end of the spectrum, and that's going to be anxiety and how we can utilize certain habits that we can manage this type of emotion. Because, because if we're able to manage this type of emotion, we can reframe anxiety in a way that it can serve us in a more powerful way, in a more powerful way where we can visualize and become visionaries at these moments instead of just being paralyzed by anxiety. So Nick, I, what I wanted the audience to hear is the house reference for anxiety. Mm-hmm. And uh, that reference for anxiety is, Nick, if you were to wake up in your own house mm-hmm. in the middle of the night where it's just pitch black and there was no lights, how comfortable would you feel in going to the kitchen and finding water? Oh, easy, 100%. 100%, Super right? comfortable. Yeah, so now let's let's change the environment for the moment, and let's just say you woke up in a random house, it was pitch black, and you were thirsty, and you're trying to find a glass of water. I mean, I got mad ninja skills, so I'd be yeah. nice about it, but I'd feel a little bit anxious for you sure. you feel a little anxious, and, and this is really the root of all anxiety is the fear of the unknown, right? The fear of not knowing what's on the other side. So uh, once you understand that concept, we can really start to develop habits in managing the unknown. And there are, there are multiple ways and habits that allow us to really manage this type of emotion. But uh, we're going we're gonna to spit out three, and three of the ones we utilize daily. And hopefully for you guys, you can cultivate some of these habits and it will bring you some peace all right, so Nick, let's get this thing started. There's three big ones that we do daily. What is the first one we're going to share with the audience today? Uh, training your focus. So and tell me, which like what 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 what's focus? What's focusing? The two the two biggest things that I've implemented to help me train my focus uh, first and foremost is meditation. Uh, that one has just been game changer, life changer for me. And then the second one that I, I've recently been implementing is uh, working on my handwriting. Uh, just trying to get lots, lots prettier with my letters, and so what I found is, you know, within the however many squares are on the paper, uh, not all the letters look the same. Like about a quarter of the way through, I'll lose my focus. About three quarters of the way through, I'll, I'll pick it up because it's near the end and make them look pretty. 
Um, so it's really cool just to see as you're going down the line where where your focus wanes and where where you tend to reel it back in. But yeah, those are two ways that I, I I've been training my focus as of recently. How about you? So so I want to stay on that uh, meditation just for uh, a minute here, and you're you're explaining that that's one way you train your focus. What what are you focusing on in those moments in your meditation, and how does it impact? Your anxiety levels in the in, in the future. That's a great question. Uh, I guess what I'm focusing on there's two ways that I do it, but what I'm focusing on really is my breathing. And anybody who knows me, who's talked to me recently, I, I talk all about box breathing. Um, but that's really kind of the surface level to it. Uh, box breathing to get your body on cadence and get it, your head out of wherever it's at. But then what I what I've started asking people. A little bit further is to find that heartbeat and everybody hits me with oh I can't find my heartbeat and I just look at them like you realize how profound that is right like you're so chaotic that you can't find your own heartbeat I'm asking you to breathe and find your heartbeat mm-hmm. um, and so box breathing in relation to kind of how where your heartbeat is um, is how I meditate and then I, I like to Wim Hof and then during my hour-long meditation I'll I'll stretch when my body gets angry, and then after I do that, my body will feel great, so it'll allow me to get into a deeper meditative state afterwards. It's, it's a big, long thing. We could have a whole podcast <laughs> on meditation, bro. Yeah, so I, I enjoy... So when we say focus, it can be any activity that allows you to just be extremely finite in your thought, meaning the handwriting thing. When you're drawing things on paper, when you're writing things down, you're really focused on just little point. And it allows you to just... For that time, you are not carrying all of the other stresses outside of that. Uh, In meditation, when Nick talks about breathing, he just thinks about his breath. Not all of the to-do list he has to do in the next week, the next month, the next year, every single problem. He's just, for that time, being focused at the moment. And it's freeing. And as you continue to do things and habits that allow you to focus you really start to prioritize things that are important and one by one you'll start to tackle a lot of these obstacles and it becomes less and less and less of a burden in your head that creates that anxiety that we all uh have so that's that's why we train our focus another great way to train uh the focus for for me is reading and Reading, not so much because of uh, a lot of people will do audibles, mm-hmm. but the problem with that is you can multitask and triple task during audibles, but if you're reading, you have to be highly focused on one word at a time. Mm-hmm. And that one word at a time carries over to one problem at a time. Mm-hmm. And one problem at a time allows you to just just feel free. You can you can solve more things and, and then... The, the one as as you solve one thing over and over again, the you unknown more efficient at it. Yeah, and you become more efficient at it, right? So that's one major way, guys. If you're not training your focus in any of these particular habits, I suggest that you implement one. Can I can I say something on the reading? Yeah. Uh, if you if it's hard for you to read, right? If it's hard for you to sit still, um, and you can't <laughs> sit still for a page, read to yourself out loud. Or yeah, read to great. yourself out loud while doing something you like. So 
I like to go for walks. So I'll read out loud with my headphones in while I'm walking. And then I always take it one step further because that's where I am. And I walk on like a little tall ledge, but like a whole nother podcast. That's true. No, that's a, that's a, that's an awesome way we can scale the focus, mm-hmm. right? Maybe, maybe there is just too much weight to carry in your head at the moment mm-hmm. and meditation might not be your thing or reading a, or reading a book might not be your thing. Mm-hmm. And we discussed this. We had a client that was like, what, what if I can't sit and just read? And I was like, well, well, if you do decide to just audible it, let's just, I want you to write down three things you learned in that segment or in that chapter and, and guys if that's where you are at the moment that might be a, a game changer for you and, and as you start to develop that level of focus you're reducing anxiety really start to kind of improve that habit by really really reading uh and and writing more often i realize these moments right. are like they're pegs in the ladder mm-hmm. right if if meditation for however long is your goal or focus for however long is your ultimate goal Whatever you try to do, whatever you're doing, it's just another step in the ladder. It's something that everybody who's walked up this ladder before you has had to endure. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's absolutely game changer, guys. If you're not training your focus now, I suggest you do it. Uh, and and let's keep moving. Let's talk about the second one. The second one is uh, I see more more people doing this one in particular. And um, it's about it's all about planning and organizing. And there's so many different ways we can do this. I've seen people plan the night before. I've seen p- people plan uh, like right week. in the morning, yeah, right? Yeah. The night or, before, the week before, yeah. in the morning. It doesn't matter how you do it. You can... Yeah, exactly. And I've also seen some people that just don't. Mm-hmm. And, and typically, uh, I mean, the people that I do know that are are typically more anxious have no particular routine in mind mm-hmm. right they're going throughout the day in random which seems like it's a peaceful thing but what ends up happening is they become chaotic in their emotions sure they might be peaceful at times but then bam when that stress hits they're extremely extremely anxious and here's one thing i want to add this nick is uh, uh what if if i plan too much I feel like I get more anxious, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's a very common one that we get as client as, as we give um, our clients these lists. And um, my my thought on that is, and I've I've talked to these clients about that. But my thought on that is, it the plan is a is a is a rough draft, right? right. It's not the final copy, no matter mm-hmm. how perfect you want it to be that final copy it'll never be that final copy it's only ever a rough draft exactly because you could have your day planned out to a t nothing's Mm. gonna bug you right and then something catastrophic happens and the whole thing's turned upside down exactly right so and and yeah that's why that's why that's why that list is so important it is a rough draft and here's the thing like if if that rough draft if is replicated and consistently executed over a length of a week and a month you're able to reorganize it like hey that didn't work now now we have a actual frame where we can really readjust and then create something that will work it becomes a third or fourth copy or a routine or a routine right it's very hard to uh readjust if we don't know what our routines are and planning the day before or in the morning allows us to see that in 
When do you plan? Something tangible. When do you plan? How do you apply this in your own, in your own way? So where do you plan? So yeah, so so I do a couple of planning sessions. The first major planning that I do is on Sunday, mm-hmm. right? And I, and I spend an hour on this, and I just look at just kind of a spitball, uh, shotgun look at my schedule for the week. So if there's anything pressing, if there's anything that looks a little off, I'll um I'll kind of do my big adjustments with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on and then and then at the night before, I check my schedule. Uh, the day before, and the reason for that, let's just say, I do have a morning. I have a morning that's packed full of activities. I have to have my workouts. So what I do is I plan to have all of my clothes ahead, right? My shoes right there, my glass of water right there. And the way I describe this to um, people is, I like to, I like to set up my day like I'm, I'm on the sprint block. Right, so what I mean, if you guys don't know what that sport That's is, really yeah, if if you don't know what that sport is, if you if you ever go for like a hundred meter sprint, these guys are not laying back, laying back. They're they're actually falling a little bit forward. So when that clock hits, they're already going through that day just like that. If you're not planning, it's like you're you're sitting down and everybody else is on the block ready to go. So by planning, I have that type of advantage and it allows me not to pull back and lay back because uh, I'll end up probably falling asleep if I didn't if I didn't set all of those things in stone uh, example right so let's say you plan and someone asks you what does your day look like right on Tuesday can we throw this in here it's really important right you already yeah. have a mental snapshot of what your Tuesday looks like and you can tell them okay this worked or this will work but if you don't plan, right, you really don't have an idea of what your Tuesday looks like. Tuesday's right. happening to you. You're not happening to your Tuesday. So right. just kind of like a... So now there's there's even more of the unknown. Mm-hmm. By planning everything, you know a majority of the stuff that's going to happen. Now, sure, there's going to be some moments where it actually kind of just throws you an audible. Controlling what but, you can control. Yeah. But when you have that preset, it is magical. And, and here's the thing. You'll have days where it's perfectly hit. And you hit everything that's on that list, and then you find three, four, five, six hours of free time. And you're like, "What do I do?" This is when you start piling in even more of the unknowns that you were trying to conquer in the first place. So that's why planning is so integral, guys. And I'm gonna tell you that it's it's it does initially feel uh, feel like it's gonna give you some anxiety. It's such a burden, right? Such a but burden. But as indeed. yeah, but as you start to practice, it actually starts to become pretty fun. Right, pretty exciting. It's it's no different than working out three times a week at the beginning. You're like this this is supposed to be fun, exactly. right? And then you start doing it. and You're like, why do I feel so good? Why do I feel so happy? Wait, I don't I don't want to do this. I need to do this because I feel happier. Mm-hmm. I need to do this because I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 it's the same it's the same thing, guys. So plan within the structure. Organize. There's a lot of freedom too for you for you rebellious folks out there. Michelle, I'm thinking about you in particular, if you're listening. Uh, there's a lot of freedom within the structure. You put the structure on yourself, and you, you get a routine down with that, and then there's so much freedom on the other side of it. That's that's where all the magic happens. Yeah, and, and, and on top of that, when you're planning and organizing, I'm not just planning my task list. I'm also planning my freedom time, mm-hmm. right? My solitude time. Mm-hmm. My time for me to work out, Cup my films. time, yeah, my time to hang out with my family, my time, my time to hang out with my friends. Mm-hmm. I even book out my time where I'm going to go to the movies by myself, right? <laughs> so, 
don't be afraid to put those in because those things are going to be more important. And actually, those are the things that make me want to plan again because I look forward to planning those moments because those are what I'm the most happiest. Mm -hmm. So don't just plan for work. Also plan for freedom. Mm. Right? I like that. Don't just plan for work. Plan for freedom. So that's a great way to look at it. Absolutely. So let's let's move into to uh, to number three, and this is something that actually Nick helped me with, because I do a, a bunch of these. I, I train my focus consistently. I also plan and organize consistently, uh, but but at the end of the night, I I still plan and organize more consistently. What that does to you is you're like, oh my god, I'm not accomplishing anything. And what Nick was able to do for me was, well, what are some of the big stuff you accomplished today? What are some of the big pivotal wins that you've done today that allowed you to steer it the right direction? And and if you're anything like me, guys, I'm one of those people that, that puts out the fire behind me and then I just look at the new fire that's in front of me. And I'm going to tell you that's not the best way to live because you're going to feel anxious at every single moment, every single stage of your life. So a way you can reduce that anxiety is knowing that you've actually made some progress. And the way you can do that is journaling. So journaling your wins, journaling your big accomplishments of whatever area in your life you're really, really trying to up level, right? Uh, great for reflection, but also great for, for getting... So in that specific example with Royce, right, he's doing so many things all the time. It's like, bro, you're filling your cup up, but you're not making space for your cup to get backfilled, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that was another part of the journaling um, for you for you people who just got a lot of a lot of thoughts going on. You know, uh, very intelligent. Um, get it out on paper. If you get it out on paper, you make wonderful room for brand new thoughts, or for you to be mm-hmm. able to continue a brilliant thought all the way down the railroad track. Mm-hmm. Like to call it. Yeah, we, we were talking about this. Remember the railroad track and the train thing we were talking about? And guys, I want you to go ahead and put yourself in a speeding bullet train that's going hundreds of miles an hour. And you're in the middle of Alaska and you're seeing these amazing mountains everywhere. The way I talk about this this whole anxiety and like uh, explaining about solving problems is like is, is as if you're in the train. And you're looking at the mountain that's, what, 5,000 miles away, 10,000 miles away. And on hindsight, that mountain is not moving, right? You're moving 100 miles an hour. But when you're looking at that mountain, it's thousands and thousands of miles away. And it doesn't move. And the way, if you're planning and organizing and only focusing on the problems and never celebrating your wins, it's like you're looking at the you solving that problem that way. So it doesn't feel like you're moving and that creates anxiety. Now, if you were inside that train and you started to look 100 feet in front of you instead of 1,000 feet or 1,000 feet in front of you, you'll start to see, look, you start to see the trees. Mm-hmm. And Nick, what happens if I'm looking at those trees at 100 miles an hour? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need some some Have neck massage. Have you ever been yeah. to Wimbledon? You'd be watching the ball go over the net. That's exactly like, yeah. And you're like, wah, wah, wah. and then you end up having a massage therapy session with Corey. With Corey, right? So your neck just gets gets really really tight, and that's and that's and then you'll start to notice that you're you're making progress. You're 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 going the right direction, and that will reduce anxiety by a lot, even it's by if it's by three. 
So, so go, yeah, going back to the train analogy, right? So you're on the train, right? Mm-hmm. You're looking at the mountain. Mm-hmm. But if you're journaling about each day you're on the train, right? Because it's going to take a long time to get to the mountain. If you're yeah. journaling, you're able to reflect on it, right? Mm-hmm. You can maybe plan what you're going to do on the train or structure your days, what they look like on the train, right? Kind of plan there, right? And by doing all three of those, you'll be turning your focus. Absolutely. He's spot on. So guys, journal to just reflect as well, especially at the end of the day, especially if you're doing all of these things, because I think it's going to bring you a ton of a ton of peace into your into your world. So um, let's go ahead and Nick, let's, let's reframe the three big habits we talked about and maybe give them some action plans that they can do almost immediately after this segment and see if it actually works for them. So what were the... So what were the three, three again? takeaways? <clears throat> three takeaways are training focus, right? Uh, best way I have found for me personally to train my focus is meditation. If you have access to me, um, I can talk to you more about meditation. I'm loving, I'm loving this journey. Uh, actually, yeah, big loving that journey. Uh, number two is planning. Uh, plan the night before, the day before, the week before. You can plan to plan. I don't care. Just plan somewhere. Uh, that's that really helps with that fear of the unknown, which which leads to a lot of that anxiety. Uh, and lastly, journal. Um, so that way you can get all those thoughts out of your head. You can thought download, um, make room for the new thoughts. And then that way you also have beautiful material to reflect on. Um, and you can, re, you can rehash these moments, learn from them again. Exactly, guys. Hope that brings you some value. Execute one of the three or maybe all three in your week. And let us know how you feel. I think it's uh, it's pretty special when we hear comments. Yeah, comment that... comment on here, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, visit our website. We're both on, what, what's your social on Instagram, sir? It's Royce LaGuerta. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Mine is nick.nash.31. Um, I would just, I would love to talk to anybody who wants to talk about meditation or any of these. So reach out to us. And that's it, guys. Enjoy your day. Look Happy out for the Easter. Next one. Happy Easter. Peace.